Hello and welcome to another episode of the Formative Years podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michael Smithis, and with me today, as always, Dan, the multiple order man, Newman. <laughs> I couldn't even make it through. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's true. So ThinkGeek was having a sale today that you told me about. You're welcome. And, um... Yeah, and then I made the first order, so I got I got some stuff for for the wife and for the family as gifts. And then I realized, well, maybe I kind of want some of this stuff for me, so I made a second order. And then I found like other stuff that I wanted. So then I'm like, okay. And then when I was talking to you, you told me that there was an Iron Giant hoodie on there, and I'm like, well, shit. Looks like I'm making a third order because I fucking love the Iron Giant. <laughs> I can't wait for our all Iron Giant episode where it's just literally you talking for an hour about the Iron Giant while there's just a soft banging in the background of my head against the table. <laughs> you, you, it's funny that you think it'll only be an hour. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I'm going to make sure it's only an hour. Yeah. I will. I actually am. That, that is one of the podcast topics that I have. Oh, I have, I, have, I have no doubt. I have absolutely no doubt that Iron Giant is one of your mm-hmm. topics because you love that movie in a very real way that I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just as simple yeah. as that. It's like I Claire, Claire puts up with a lot, and she, Claire likes the movie too and whatnot, but I have got almost, I would say, like, they've made shirts and whatnot, like, you know, Shirt Woot has made random shirts that I don't have, but pretty much almost every, like, Iron Giant Thing they've come out with i have that isn't ridiculously expensive but i was gonna say like yeah i think yeah. every i think a lot of people like the movie most people like the movie but you have a very mm-hmm. particular love for the movie that oh yeah is a little it strange is, yeah yeah that'll yeah you'll you'll i don't think i ever told you why i love it so much but i'll, I'll just wait for the podcast because it is very yeah very real for me okay. that sounded weird very real what the hell yeah, this like asshole. this like <laughs> eighty ton, ten story robot, very real. Very yeah. Real. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I do always want to pick up um, the Mondo um, figure, like statue slash figure. But the problem is, is that it's three hundred and eighty four dollars. I would say, wasn't it like three or four hundred dollars? Yeah, I think. It's, yeah, that's and I would I would love to get it. It would be fantastic, but I can't can't do that. I mean, I'll spend a lot of money on Stephen King books. But... Which is, I'm going to guess, another podcast topic. Uh, yeah, yeah. That'll be a whole, that'll be a whole month-long topic. It'll be, Dan, yeah. it'll be Dan month. <laughs> it's also, random side note, it has been a while since we've recorded, or it feels like it's been a while. Uh, it's we've been... been... uploading... We didn't, we recorded... We didn't record last week because I didn't have a, a day off during the week to record. Mm-hmm. We recorded the week before that, so it, yeah, it's been. Did we? Okay, it's it been just feels yeah, yeah. It, you know, we've been we've been off our game a little bit. Thankfully, we have some of those archive episodes to put up. I think I think the archive episode of, about board games just went up today. I um, like that one, yeah. so people yeah. can enjoy the talking about. Vanity plates or vanity chase or whatever the hell that game is. Vanity chase, about. Jesus! How do you not remember? And that also, weird that game smells like basement. Holy crap! And that weird <laughs> and that weird uh, that weird pizza game that I talked about, <laughs> which yeah. I need to find the pictures of and post on the Instagram because I don't know why, but I have such a weird distinct memory about that pizza game. Um, yeah, I should. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I should find Vanity Chase and take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Today's topic is going to be mm-hmm. not board games. Uh, that would be oh. weird. Although it'd actually be kind of funny to see like back-to-back board game episodes and see how many, <laughs> watch our listeners just plummet. Yeah, we'd, we'd go from one to zero. So. Well, two, because you and I both just like scan through the episode to get the play. <laughs> that's actually true. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. So it'd go from like four to two. Yeah. Uh, but today's yeah. topic, I thought about this the other day. I don't remember why mm-hmm. exactly I thought about it, but I thought it'd be a fun topic to talk about since we are both children of the 90s. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about fads, specifically 90s and like mm-hmm. early 2000 fads. 
This is funny because this is one of the uh, topics that I wrote down. Hell yeah, uh, for my I, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I had another topic in mind, but I feel like the fad topic would be is going to be much much more entertaining and much more fun because there's mm-hmm. some ridiculous stuff that was really aimed and targeted at kids in the '90s that were the biggest fucking deals ever. Yeah. Until yeah. they weren't. Like, you know, obviously I realize that is, I realize that is like the definition of, uh, I I get that, but there is some stuff that I have, you know, very distinct memories of. I pulled up a couple like lists online just to like, Oh, yeah. Just cause like there's stuff I I wanted to see just because I wanted to see like, you know, what was on here and Mm-hmm. stuff that maybe i that maybe like was a little bit older for me in the 90s that i wasn't into right um yeah but, yeah but actually i remember most of these. <laughs> uh, so let's start with the thing that actually this is what brought it to mind for me so much mm-hmm. was when i was a kid or when we were kids i guess like for me for me and like in my school and stuff one of the biggest fads were pogs i literally just wrote that on a piece of paper yeah pogs were the best (laughs) i don't Mm -hmm. think anybody actually played the game with pogs i I think it was all about just collecting pogs it was i remember i remember a lot of people would have those like either they would have binders with the pog sleeves like the card sleeves for pogs or they would have the tubes i had the tubes carry around with them i had the tubes i think i Um, talked about it with you i don't know if i've talked about it on the show about my mm -hmm. rocket ship pog holder um i don't know actually yeah yeah but go on um so when i was a kid hardy's there was a hardy's right down the street from my house and they were like you could get it was a, a rocket ship shaped pog holder that came in like three sections. Awesome. There was like the nose section with like a section of tube. And there was like a middle tube section and then like a bottom tube section that had like thrusters on the bottom. That's pretty cool. And it came with like stickers and all this kind of stuff. And I, I got the whole thing because I, I wanted it. It was amazing. You know, my dad would take me to Hardee's and we'd get it. But... It would hold so many. Oh my pogs. god, this is so cool! Did you look it I'm up? I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Yeah, yeah. it's real cool. <laughs> that that's actually awesome. Is yeah. it like because this one says a Hardy? It looks like an actual like Apollo. Like this one looks like an actual Apollo like spaceship. Yeah, they were cool. What I'm looking at. Yeah, it was just Jeez, I don't know. Maybe that's awesome. Maybe maybe you're looking at the right one, but. I remember this, this one shows um, that it. Oh, interesting! This one shows it's in conjunction with Apollo thirteen. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that was it. The Apollo thirteen pod case. That was exactly what I had. That's uh, that's amazing. Yeah, and I had some of those. Like, it looks like there's like some like slammers that went with it too. I definitely had at least mm-hmm. one of those. I don't. I don't remember. I loved. I loved pogs, but we like never got pogs. I remember just picking up we were at in Pewaukee we were at a gas station once uh which is odd we were at a gas station that was down like downtown like right by the railroad tracks so I don't know why we would have been at that gas station and I don't know who I was with but um I remember picking up Jurassic Park Pogs and X-Men the Animated Series Pogs and I think that's pretty much all I got I can't remember maybe maybe I got some random Power Rangers ones but yeah see it's interesting because I had a ton of Pogs like I had so many Mm -hmm. but I don't remember where I got them from like I don't remember ever buying like packs of Pogs I feel like I probably got them from in Milwaukee there is a place called Seven Mile Fair and it's mm-hmm. essentially just like a giant flea market. People yeah, can awesome. rent stalls. They can come there and sell whatever they want. It's like rummage sale, flea market, farmer's market all rolled into one. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Still go there today, you know, at least once a year because I love it. It's just yeah. so, it's just so, it's just so ridiculous. And I think I used to buy pogs from there because you'd have people that would just have these like bins of pogs <laughs> and you could just rifle yeah. through them 
finding cool ones. You know, I had ones that like looked like they had like a serrated edge and you could get some oh, that right. like, had yep. like, you know, Simpsons characters on them. And I was also all about the slammers, which were like mm-hmm. the big thick piece, like the big thick plastic ones are sometimes metal and they always metal had like ones, weird yeah. cool designs. Um, but like I said, I don't know, like my friends and I collected pogs, but like, I don't think we ever actually played pogs. I can't remember. So what is, is it kind of like tiddlywinks or something? I don't I, like, what, I don't know. What I think is it like? what I remember and I could look it up, but I refuse. I think it was, you would like make a stack of pogs Uh and then you would like throw your slammer onto them. And then it's like, if they landed like face up, they were yours. I honestly don't remember. I'm actually going (laughs) to. Yeah. Look this up. Cause that's, that's interesting. I remember just being so jealous of, there were a couple of kids in my grade that just got pogs like, you know, every single day it seemed like, and then I don't know, like. And then people were like, oh, they were trading back and forth. They were trading slammers. They were trading this and that. I'm like, wow, this is this is crazy just how, you know, popular it is. And I was never a part of it because my parents didn't want to spend, you know, a whole bunch of money on random pieces of cardboard. So. <laughs> All right. Yep. I looked it up. I was pretty much right. Uh, the players contribute an equal number of pogs to build a stack with the pieces face down. The players then take turns throwing their slammer down onto the top of the stack, causing it to spring up and the milk and the milk, they call milk caps to scatter. Milk caps. Yeah. Yeah. Each player keeps any pogs that land face up after they have thrown after each throw, the milk caps, which have landed face down are then restacked for the next player. Huh? That's interesting. Like, yeah, like I can't remember, like, I'm sure I played it, like, once in a while. Like, I'm sure I played it at mm-hmm. least once to, like, you know, to see how it would, what would happen if I threw my slammer down. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But I loved, man, Pogs are the coolest. I just, I loved them so much. And it was one of those <laughs> things, too. Like, though, that was, like, it was super popular and everybody cared. And then they did and then, yeah, then it just stopped. And then I just like, had, like, these pogs in my house until we moved, and I probably just, like, threw them away. Though I wish I still kept that. <laughs> I kind of wish I would have kept that Apollo 13. That's pretty awesome. I'm going to buy it for you on eBay. <laughs> Maybe it's on ThinkGeek. <laughs> no. Did we miss it on the clearance sale? <laughs> we missed it, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Is there anything you thought of? Anything you want to talk about? Well, I think we've talked a little bit about this before, but this this was a huge fad in like fourth and fifth grade were Magic Eyes and Where's Waldo books. Okay, Those yeah. Were huge before, and like I think I've mentioned before, Magic Eyes were always so infuriating to me because I could never see them because you need two working eyes to see them. So I would just be sitting during like silent reading time or whatnot, just staring at these things, trying to make an image pop out. And I never could. (laughs) I also still don't get how it works. Uh, Maybe they have a YouTube video of what it looks like when you do it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still bitter about that. (laughs) The only way I can get magic eyes, I could ever get magic eyes to work and it was something that someone mm-hmm. taught me. It was like, I would hold it basically touching my nose. Okay. And then slowly back it up. And you would get like a yeah. little cross-eyed. And then it would like pop out once you got to like a certain distance. That's so it's just like a 3D shape or something along those lines, right? Kind of. Yeah. It's more like a 3D negative space. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's almost okay. like like you can see the shape, but it's almost like sunken in. Oh, okay. Interesting. They were they were never Not overly impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I that's mean, good. That's there were probably some that popped out. <laughs> I, I I obviously don't really remember that well, but from what I do remember, mm-hmm. they were they were overly not impressive because you would like see it, and you'd be like, okay, yeah, I I guess that's a dog, like. Uh, yeah because <laughs> okay. you know they're not like well defined because it's really just like outlines and like a couple little like maybe a couple little details in the middle but they couldn't make it like super super well defined in those pictures right right so yeah i mean i always like i would see them but i was never like crazy into the magic eye stuff 
Waldo, however, super into. Loved Waldo. Had all Waldo the was Waldo crazy. Until some dick would circle where Waldo was. Well, that's why I owned, <laughs> that's why I owned my own Waldo books. Never circled. I did. Them. I did like how in later Waldo books they had like find like his walking stick, find his that was the best cub, find yeah. find the wizard. I don't know what the wizard was or what. Well, I'm pretty it's sure like, the wizard was the reason Waldo was like in all these time periods. He hated Waldo for something. Mm, that makes sense. I don't know. I made that up, but it it makes sense. Sure, um, I'll go with it. But I I liked when they started doing that when they were like find Waldo, find his glasses, find his walking stick, find the scroll. Mm-hmm. Because it, like, made it more interesting. Because it made it harder. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, finding Waldo, all right. But then, like, finding this, like, little cane, you're like, well, shit, I don't know. Can I, I just say, like, I wonder, like, I think they made a TV show about it. But I'm also kind of surprised they didn't make a crazy 90s live action version of the of the book. I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't surprise me too much. Just because it's a hard thing to translate into back. A, like a live action show or movie you'd have to like just build a world of fiction that doesn't exist in the books because again yeah. the books are just so the books are just so simplistic i loved the books i had a i had a few of them when i was a kid mm-hmm. i i think there was like one that had like a blue cover one that had a yellow yep. cover i think the blue cover was the first book if i remember correctly yeah um but I do, but it's so smart because it would just keep us occupied for, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I don't know. It would keep me occupied for a long time. I just loved going through all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I loved, like, when I was a kid, I, you know, this isn't really a fab, but, like, I loved, uh, like, like in Highlights Magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved, like, the hidden picture where you had to find the hidden shapes, like, in the picture. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. Like, I always liked stuff like that. And so Where's Waldo... Yeah, really was was one of those things that I enjoyed doing because it was just, you know, I would just sit there and just stare at this page. Like, where is this little piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. Where, where is this time? <laughs> where is this international time traveling bandit? Why is he on the run? What did he steal? Yeah, he's a time thief. <laughs> <laughs> he's a time. Th- it's a time lord. Ooh, Doctor Who spinoff. There we go. There you go. Perfect. I, uh, so in that same, around that same time, another thing that was hugely, uh, popular were Beanie Babies. Yeah, I was just looking at that on this list I have. I, I do, I do love seeing that, I, I've seen that picture online where a judge is observing, like, two people who are getting divorced and they're splitting up their Beanie Baby collection. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that picture, and it's fucking fantastic, because it's just a giant pile of Beanie Babies on the floor, because people went so crazy. I mean, I remember people were so crazy, and you would get those little, like, clear plastic, like, uh, holders to, like, put the tags in to keep them pristine, and people would get those little, like, plastic boxes... Yeah, because there were, like, the rare ones yes. that, like, oh, they're going to be worth so much money one day. And they were the for, like, a Dime very limited time. That was, like, people were, like, oh, my God, we're going to spend a lot of money. And this is this is going to be my kid's college fund and whatnot. And, yeah, no, that didn't. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's kind of, it's going to be the same thing as, eventually, as, like, Funko Pops are. Like there has oh, to be a point for those. I mean, I love well, Funko Pops. I have a ton of Funko Pops, but I don't know. I mean, just to see some like massive collections that people have of Funkos is just like, oh my god. Well, yeah, there are those people that buy literally every Funko Pop that comes out, and it's yeah. insane. Yeah, and like I saw something, yeah, on the same vein as like that judge supervising those people. Like mm-hmm. I saw a thing where a woman had to make her husband sign a contract that like he would limit his Funko spending to only like $30 <laughs> a month or like a week or something on Funko. Oh like, my $30 God. a week. I'm like, you're buying three Funko pops a week. I buy yeah, one that's... every like five months. Right. If that, right. like I haven't bought a new one in a long time. I'm trying to mm-hmm. think the last, the last Funko pop I got was from, spider-man noir from into the spider-verse 
Yeah, I just that was a got gift. Yeah, I just get the st- I've I've gotten like the Stephen King one. So the most recent one is the Pet Cemetery one that I got. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I think the last one that I actually bought might have been the Cowboy Bebop ones or the Spider oh, sure. Gwen. Yeah, it was one of those. But yeah, like the Beanie Babies were so great. Like I I was really into Beanie Babies. I had a bunch of them. Really? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So when I was young, when I was in like middle school, I had. I had surgery on my leg Mm -hmm. that resulted in me being in a wheelchair for most of sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And we would go, I'd have to go obviously to like, you know, a lot of doctor's appointments to make sure everything was good and make sure everything was healing right and all that kind of stuff. And it was like once a month, probably I had to go to these doctor's appointments. And so like my mom, after the appointment would take me, to this little like shop and I could get a beanie baby. That was like oh, my cool. like reward that's for cool. going to the like doctor. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And so I had like a ton of them. I don't remember like all the ones I had, but I had, I had a fair amount, but like I, as a kid, and I think even my mom, like I never was like, Oh, these are going to be valuable. These are going to be worth mm-hmm. something. You know, I don't think my mom really thought that either. It was just like, I love white tigers and I got a white tiger beanie baby. Like, yeah. So it was, I also remember how crazy it was when like McDonald's was giving away beanie babies. Yes, that became beanies. Like a, that was insane. I remember getting those. We would get those. We got those. And then I think one Christmas, cause I think for, from Santa or whatnot, we got, I remember my brother got a star Wars puzz 3d. I got a huge like Lego time traveling, like Lego, like boat set. And then I got the skunk and Nick got the bat. And I think that those were the only beanie babies we had. Like we had the little teeny weeny, like teeny beanies. Cause they were like, they were like out of stock all the time. Those are like, people thought those would be like worth tons of money. Cause they just kept going out of uh, like, you would go there and be like, Oh yeah. Do you have any? And they're like, no, we're out. And it's just, it was so insane to me. Just the yeah, I can't, fan base. I can't believe how how crazy Beanie Babies got. It mm-hmm. was it was wild. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like it's almost like uh, Tickle Me Elmo or Cabbage Patch Kids from like Christmases back in the day. You know, there's always that hot toy. So like you would see back in the '80s, like parents would like trample each other trying to get Cabbage Patch Kids for their kid, and that's the same thing that happened with Tickle Me Elmo in like the mid '90s. Yep. I think is when it came out. And yeah, I think Tickle, Tickle Me Elmo is one of the things on this, like, fad list. Yeah, um, or, like, Furbies, along, they were kind of... Along with Furbies, kind of yeah, big. I was gonna, I was gonna talk about Furbies a little bit. Um, yeah, I, don't, I never I had, don't know, I, I, ne- yeah, I never had them either. They kind of freaked me out, actually, if I'm being real honest. I, I never had a Furby, but my grandma had a Furby. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were yeah, creepy why, as why fuck. I, they were, they were yeah. not cool. And then I think, like, my... <laughs> my like uncle's mom um like one of my one of my other uncles on my dad's side of the family like his mom had um a furby and she was from germany mm-hmm. and so she taught the furby how to speak german and that was cool um, <laughs> that was that i don't was even know weird. so what is i don't even like really know does it just like respond to like you know your voice does if it hears like I think any so. sort of like Thing, it just yeah like i remember something. i remember people would like put it in front of their like tvs to like it would like learn english basically because it, it like furbies had their like own language uh-huh yeah but then it would like learn words as like you talk to it it would like learn your words that's weird yeah it's super weird and at least i think one. that's how it, i think <laughs> that they well they were making a comeback for a little bit they like started yeah, remaking them true. at one point yeah a few mm-hmm. years ago um yeah those i don't have too much with the other thing i was going to talk about uh was tamagotchis another thing well, i didn't have and i was so jealous for everyone else really that had one. yeah never had one so i had I'm assuming you did so i want to hear all about it <laughs> i had two tamagotchis and uh-huh. at one point i had like a digimon okay um 
yeah, man, Tamagotchis became such a huge thing in like because I remember in like was it sixth grade or something? Was it around that time? I got I got into I got into like I had Tamagotchis when I was in fifth grade. Okay, going into sixth or so yeah, it was like fifth sixth grade. Um, I definitely remember. I definitely remember having one of them in like fifth grade. And I remember you had to like, I had to keep it in my backpack, like secret. Oh, sure. Cause you weren't yeah. supposed to have them in school. Right. Like, it was a big thing. Like you weren't supposed to have them in school. And so I would keep it in my backpack and then like you would go and you, cause you'd have to go and you get the, it would like hatch out of the egg. Then you'd mm-hmm. go and you'd have to like clean up its poop if it pooped. Cause if you didn't clean up its poop right away, it would die. <laughs> you had to feed it if you didn't feed it it would die you know and then it would like grow up and you know i don't know it would just live and then eventually have a baby i don't really know i remember the <laughs> digimon ones the digimon ones were cool because they would like evolve if they got old enough they would like grow oh, really up. that's cool yeah they would turn into like you know little because like digimon i think like tamagotchi i felt was like fairly unisex but I think they kind of catered a little bit more towards girls where it was like Digimon were like, these are monsters. They're for boys. This one's oh, a T-Rex. Sure. This yeah. one's a, you know, a pterodactyl. Like <laughs> they were all like, you know, they were like red and black, you know, they were mm-hmm. boys. Where like Tamagotchis were like pastel colored and like pink and purple and yellow and blue yeah. and orange. You know, like it was just such a weird thing. I know the big thing with the Digimon where you could like battle them with your friends. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. They had little like they had little like RF sensors on the top so you could like plug two of them together and they would like fight. Oh, nice. Yeah, I definitely remember having time I remember it became like a problem. Like they had to like yeah. ban them from schools and stuff. Yeah, they really had to like crack down like either keep it in your desk, just use it at recess or keep it in your locker or whatnot. For us, it was always keeping it in your locker because you have too many kids, you know, and you'd get the one kid that would have it with them and, like, forget to turn the sound off and it would, like, right, <laughs> And everybody would laugh. Yeah, man, I love Tamagotchi. Those things were great. Yeah, Those made a comeback, like... too. Those, like, had a little bit of yeah, a resurgence in, like, yeah. the 2010s. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, it did. I think, if I, if I remember correctly, I'm going to check right now. I think there was like a smartphone app at one point for like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> yep, there is. There's a actual like Tamagotchi uh, app. It's like all like 3D and like crazy now. Well, I'm going oh, to try to keep it alive. Nope. I'm sorry. For 99 cents, you can get the Tamagotchi Classic Gen 1 app, which literally looks exactly like a Tamagotchi. I'm going to buy 10 of those. You should actually buy it. It looks amazing. <laughs> oh my God. It's Oh, that's throwing me back. Oh, it's so good. I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was so wild. Because again, I feel also like this was a time before smartphones. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a time before iPods and iPads and all sorts of things. And so it gave us just kind of something to do. You know, when you're just kind of sitting there, kind of fed that like want for entertainment all the time. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's true. Now, that's true. That, that smartphones now fill the need for. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I'm trying to think. I want to look at this list real quick of um, fads of the 1990s. Yeah, because I'm because I'm like going through like I was going to talk about like Pokemon real quick. We talked about that a little bit, but Pokemon was huge. So Pokemon, to a I was gonna extend. Pokemon, know. I was gonna bring up, mm-hmm. but like I feel like Pokemon is that thing that people thought was gonna be a fad, but stuck around. Oh, that's that's actually a good point. Yeah, that's very because that's very I true. remember when Pokemon first came out and everybody was like, "Oh, it's just a fad." Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the hot new thing, but like there will be something else. And I feel yeah. and Pokemon's popularity has never really waned. It waned a little bit. I think for us, like our generation, mm-hmm. but I mean, Pokemon's definitely that thing that exploded and was everywhere. And people were like, ah, it'll pass. And then it never right. did. 
I still need to get my like big container of Pokemon toys from my parents' house. See, so, I was really so, into... We have so many Super Balls that have little Pokemon in them. I don't know why we got so many of those, <laughs> but we have a whole bunch of them. Don't know why. I remember being really into the Pokemon cartoon that was like my, mm-hmm. my big thing was the cartoon yep. i actually don't think i played the game right away i was really into the cartoon and then i got into like the card game the card game was huge for me and my brother and... now the card game i feel like has fallen in popularity but maybe that's because i'm not in the scene i think you know? yeah i think i think it's fallen a little bit because it's I don't think, I mean, it's not in the collective consciousness as it was, but I think it's still relatively popular. I think it's still very popular, but yeah, it's no, like, Magic the Gathering. Like, Magic will always be the A number one TCG that's that's traded card game. I I do still wish I had my... (laughs) We call you normies. Um, (laughs) uh, I do wish I still had my first gen pokemon like first edition pokemon cards because those are worth a lot of money um yeah i i had money than they should be i think (laughs) i had a large collection that i Mm -hmm. sold at some point again i sold them like at seven mile fair Um, oh yeah yeah and i'm like i'm pretty sure i i probably got like a hundred bucks for my whole collection or something which at the time you know i was in middle school probably Mm -hmm. or like you know whatever and I was like, probably like, oh my god, yeah, this is amazing. Which, That's if I had held yeah. on to those and kept them, I would have been able to make way more. Because I had, like, the the foil Charizard and the foil Blastoise. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I had all those, like, kind of big, hard-to-find cards. Yeah, I want yeah, my brother says that, too, because he sold his Pokemon, like, uh, cards on eBay for, I think, like... I think like 300 or so dollars and they've increased in value since that time. But he's like, I was in grad school. I needed, you know, money and, and, you know, he's like, but I regret it now. And I'm like, yeah, that's usually, usually how it works. Um, I mean, I just like, I just sold all my Pokemon like DS and 3DS games mm -hmm. and got crazy money for those because yeah. Like, they're still just such in demand. Those, like, original games are so high in demand for some reason. Like, yeah. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoy playing them. But it's just, like, man, it's, like, the fact that people are so, like, just, so, they're so collectible. Like, anything Pokemon is just so collectible, it feels like. So Especially the old like, cards. So, apparently, their card, like... They have shadowless first edition Pokemon base sets. So I think like the next edition or something like that had different things. So it looks like um, a lot of these cards are graded. But let's look at ones that aren't graded. Um, Here we go. First edition shadowless Charizard um, used card near mint to mint sold for $3,499. Good God. Oh my god, I can see me paying off college tuition. This is depressing. I know, right? I look at that, I'm oh like, yeah, I'm like, dude, that's like it's like a down payment on a new car. Yeah. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like that's that would take care of my take care of the, the new roof I need for my garage. Yeah. You can tell. And then even 30s. and then they even have like um first edition base seal Pokemon booster pack um graded i don't know how you can grade a pack sealed pack of cards um but that sold for twenty seven hundred dollars wow i mean for the chance to get just a bunch of just to get a yeah the chance to get a bunch of zubats it looks like it looks like if you have a first edition shadowless don't know what that means i'm assuming shadow on the car i don't know um, but it it's looks the like art, you can it, sell it it's from... like the art of the card didn't have like a drop shadow on it. I guess, yeah. So it looks like you can get one for anywhere from conservatively fifteen hundred dollars to like four thousand dollars. My yeah. God, that and is see, insane. That's, that's the kind of shit that people that collected Beanie Babies were expecting. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the stuff that, like, people that collected Beanie Babies early in the, the life cycle were like, 
oh, these are going to be worth thousands of dollars at some point. And then it's like, well, no, not actually. Let's see. So, okay, here we go. So, oh my God, wait, what? Is this actually? Oh, weird. Okay. Um, so I'm just looking on eBay. It sold listings. And I was talking, like, I always remember the Princess Die Beanie Baby being, like, the expensive one. So apparently there's a first charity edition rare Thai Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Uh, do you want to know how much it sold for? You want to take a take a stab? It's either going to be really high or really low, and I don't know which way to go with it. <laughs> it, it like, it's either going to be, like, 20 bucks or, like, 20000 I know. I mean, it could could go either way. I don't know. Yeah, what is it? holy jesus and then it looks like yeah so apparently the princess diana bear is the rare one it looks like one sold for like well best offer accepted so anywhere below nine thousand dollars um patty the platypus with tags and errors sold for like somewhere in the vicinity of six thousand dollars oh my god like this is just this is just crazy see and i feel like that's the kind of stuff that like as a kid i have no concept of like keeping something right right like even as like a teenager it was like just just get rid of all of them like i don't care i'm a teenager i don't want these stuffed animals lying around anymore Mm -hmm. you know like i don't i never had that thought or that idea that like these could be worth something someday i'm like just get rid of it i don't care you know whatever so apparently the teeny beanies from mcdonald's a lot of them are rare because they were only apparently manufactured for like five weeks so okay like claude the crab again this is a best offer was accepted but they listed it for five thousand dollars but they took a best offer i don't know what that best offer is but i would assume it's somewhere between two to five four thousand dollars maybe wait for a teeny beanie claude the crab yeah with errors yeah authentic thai beanie ba- wow now i need to see if i have any of these i don't well, just think it's, but <laughs> i just realized i'm very far from my microphone because i got up um, for those, for those, I'll give a little peek behind the curtain here. I talked to Dan when we're recording this, I talked to Dan over the phone on a Bluetooth headset. And so sometimes I just get up and walk away and I can still hear Dan just fine. <laughs> yeah, and I just perfect. assume my microphone's picking up. Well, it's just, it's like, it's just really funny because I found this, I, I Googled it and there was this website called mm-hmm. lovemybeanies.com. Okay. And it says, are McDonald's teeny beanie babies worth anything? And it says, no, none of them are worth anything. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it's because, well, like, see, that's what I don't understand. It's got to be the right, because, like, this says that the promotion was so popular, McDonald's had planned to give away 100 million beanie ba- teeny beanies in five weeks, but they were gone in two weeks. Oh, wow. So if there's a hundred million of them, like they're not rare. Like, yeah, they're everywhere. And wow. so I'm just like, I'm just interested. Cause it's like, it doesn't make sense. Especially when this thing is tagged like 1993. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm looking at some of these and it's like, yeah, this one's like a buck. Like no one cares about chops the lamb. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just not, uh, let's, uh, uh, you should bid on that one. Yeah, it's just weird. It, it, it's interesting because, like, yeah, I think it is the ones that are like misprinted are the ones that are always like rare. Mm-hmm. Wow. Huh. That's interesting. All right, let's try to get back on track here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So what else? Uh, what else is on that list? Because now I'm having now I'm having a tough time trying to figure out what else were fats i remember like those big ones from early on but like i guess the um, one that i can think some, of this one's got some some stuff on here that like like i said that we might have been just a little bit too young to, to like really take part in or remember like mm-hmm. this one has um like rollerblades. oh sure we're like a big thing in the 90s which that's true 
Whoa. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just dropped my mic. Um, yeah, like rollerblades. Yeah, that was a thing that became very popular in the '90s. They it kind of mm-hmm. became a, a bigger thing. Um, Reebok pumps. Oh yeah, that was here. that was huge. Yeah, yeah. Which were the shoes that you could like pump up? I don't really mm-hmm. remember. Yeah, I remember them. I remember. I remember wanting Robin them Hood very tights, badly, and they. What was that? I remember wanting them very badly because. Oh they yeah, were every you know you you could jump higher because of it. You know they. I think my they cousin, put like a think... cushion of air at the bottom. Is that what? It so was? yeah, it was it was an air cushion in um like the heel. Okay. Yeah. Let me see what yeah. else is in here. Um, Spice Girls. That was a big fad of the '90s. That was, yeah. I mean, they had the dolls, the music. The and on the same, well, on the same page, it was. It, <laughs> it has like uh, Spice Girls and boy bands. Oh sure, yeah. Which yes, yeah. they were huge. Those were huge things of the '90s. Like I feel like you know that's when like the boy band you know explosion happened. That's when the mm-hmm. Spice Girls. Happened. It was all these like pop super groups. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember, uh, let's see, O-Town, that was, uh, that was one, didn't they, I only like, know, do, like, like I only really the remember band? the, I only really remember the big ones, which was, yeah. like, you know, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, 98 Degrees, yeah. Spice Girls, oh, man. Like, I only... school dance, school dances right there, that's so, whenever, you well, know, speaking like, of, come on, it's like, oh, perfect. <laughs> speaking of dances... The Macarena is also on this list. Oh, that's true. My God, that, which I that now, never left. which is now repeating itself in my head over and over again, and I hate it. I can do the dance still. <laughs> that's, yeah, uh, I, I can. Yep. Do. They taught us that in elementary school gym. They did. Yes, yes, to us too. Yep. <laughs> okay, good. It wasn't yep. just us. Yeah, no, that was. I think it was required. Um, it's like these kids are getting too fat. Make them do a dance craze. <laughs> So like, I'm this list. I don't know who wrote this list, but they got their passive aggressiveness game on on point. So <laughs> one of the one of the fads on here, one of the '90s fads, is tattoos. Oh, okay. And there's a little like, like bullet tattoos? points. Those were huge. I mean, yeah, but I think just tattoos in general became like more of a thing in the '90s. Mm-hmm. So there's like a bullet point under each. Thing. So it's like, you know, Tamagotchi, a keychain-sized virtual pet simulation game. Like, okay. Tattoos. This is my favorite thing. Tattoos. Formerly a preference for gang members, jailbirds, and other rebels. Tattoos are now so common that even the Spice Girls have them. This is my favorite sentence. Get ready. Get ready. You used to get a tattoo to stand out. Now you get one to blend in. Whoa! Whoa! You're getting getting way too deep for me. Holy cow. Wow. What the fuck, writer of this list? (laughs) Jesus. I mean, to be fair, Mike, you are pretty pedestrian with all your tattoos. I mean, I have, I have what, six tattoos? Calm down. I'm not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> hang on, hang on. There's another one. Another big fad of the '90s was piercings. Very true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Again, we were yeah. probably a little too young to really like notice or realize that. Um, I feel. I feel like when we were in high school, gauged piercings were huge. Yes. So early 2000s, the gate, like the like gauging your ears, like the big piercings, those were a big fad. And then it's also, so I feel like, yeah. and then also, I feel like, yeah, like the nose rings, the eyebrow, like I remember the yeah. first time, like, like a girl came in with like a nose ring. It was like, oh my god, belly button what the rings. Hell is that? Those were, yeah, belly button rings. So yeah, so piercings on here. It says getting your tongue, belly button, eyebrow, nipple, etc. pierced was the popular thing to do to show your quote coolness. <laughs> <laughs> this whoever wrote this man, wow, it's just they crazy. really I hated remember- like. They really hated counterculture. Didn't didn't our friend Joe have gauged ears? Uh, Mike did. Our Mike, Mike did. I me. know. Yeah, Joe did. I think Joe did have some lightly gauged he did. ears. Yeah, and then I think yeah, he's... they were they were very yeah. popular. I mm-hmm. none of us. I mean, I eventually got piercings, but not until you know way after high school into like you know even past college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I'm trying to think, did anybody we know get like a like piercings? Not really. Not that I can remember. I knew like some girls in college, like freshman year of college, I knew a ton of girls that had belly button piercings. Well, right. Uh, like I knew people like when I worked at Pick and Save, like there were mm-hmm. some like managers and stuff that we went to high school with that had like eyebrow piercings or nose piercings. Yeah. yeah. But Claire never had an eyebrow. Claire had an eyebrow piercing. I think I think, she got I think it was like a two, which hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe oh. I'm wrong about that, but um, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing of interest on this list of like '90s fads. They also have some stuff like the Rachel haircut, which yeah, oh, that was a yeah. big fad. Yeah. They have like push pops and ring pops. I mean, I, it's a juicy I guess jewel that flavor. Was a fad. Yeah, it's a lollipop without a stick. I was also then looking at um, fads of the, like, 2000s. Mm-hmm. And there's some stuff on here that are, like, way too old. Like, we're too old for now. Like, Beyblade and Bratz. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's... Yeah. yeah. Um, would, like... I remember, would, like... Is Tech Deck one of them? Like, the little skateboard, like, finger No, but things? that's actually... No, but that's a good one, because I was really into Tech Decks, the little finger Yeah, skateboards. I remember, like, you and, like, Chuck being into it. Yeah, it was just anybody who skated. It was just any of us skater idiots. I feel like you could almost make the argument that skateboarding was a fad in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, like, yeah. it, it wasn't a fad. Like, I, you know, I was like, I was huge into skating. Like, I got really into skating in the, like, late 90s, early 2000s. I was a skateboarder mm-hmm. for many years. And I guess in a way it was a fad, but I feel like it was just that thing that was always done. Yeah. It just was yeah. never, like, it was never, like... It just became popular in the 90s and then kind of faded back to its, like, slightly underground popularity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The same can be said about, like, you know, like, BMX biking. Like, that was a huge thing. You know, having, you know, a bike with pegs. That was, like, Mm -hmm. the big thing. Um, I'm trying to look through this real quick. Like, other fads of the 2000s. Energy drinks. Oh, sure, sure. Um, Heelys. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Heelys. So many, so many uh, signs on supermarket doors saying, like, no one can use Heelys in here or whatnot. Or they would, Heelys would leave marks in, like, school, like, on the floors and they couldn't use them in there. Yeah. I don't think, like, they have, like, MP3 players on here. I'm like, that wasn't a fad. That was just new technology. Yeah, Yeah, that's just, like, progressing, you know, yeah um paintball oh yeah yeah raise razor scooters now that's a fad razor scooters scooters. yeah yeah becky's brother jacob had one i think so i remember like i I would like i remember having one when i was like younger oh did you yeah i I definitely had one i don't think i ever like used it a bunch but i definitely had Mm. definitely had them yeah, some of these, I don't know if I agree with all these, like, fads. Like, they have the PS2 on here. I'm like, well, that wasn't a fad. That's not a fad. I mean, yeah, it's just popular, you know? Right. I do remember, though, I do remember paintball was, like, a big thing for a while. Mm-hmm. People loved paintball at some point. And then, yeah, it just kind of... Like, I think it's, like, still something that people do, but I, I feel like it became much less, like, a big thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I really agree with this 2000s list. I'm trying to think of like things that were like when we were in high school. And I think maybe fads are geared more towards younger kids-ish, you know. Or the majority, I would say, are probably geared more towards... Well, and I think that's what it really is. Is I think fads, for the most part, are, mm-hmm. are aimed and geared towards, yeah, the younger generation. Because they're most susceptible to fads. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. all it takes is for, like, one thing to be deemed, like, cool, and then everybody yeah. wants one. Whereas, like, once you get a little bit older, like, especially into, like, high school and adulthood, you're kind of like, yeah, but I just don't like that. Whatever. You, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in high school, you're still very much susceptible to, to like, fads, especially, like, fashion fads, mm-hmm. you know? Like, when we were in high school, come, you know, like, uh, I guess not high school, actually, just after high school is when, you know, like, 
wearing as a guy like wearing like tight jeans became like a fashion thing mm-hmm. in like the punk and emo scene it was all about like tight jeans or like wearing like girls jeans and stuff yeah became like such a thing and even in high school you know there were plenty of kids that were dressed you know me among them that dressed dressed you know very like punk and emo right like there's always those like fashion fads that i think anybody is susceptible to but i think when Mm -hmm. it comes to more like toys or pop culture fads i think it's more like younger kids oh sure sure you know because they're just these like little flash pots of things that became so popular so fast and then Mm -hmm. just overnight it's like okay nobody who the fuck cares (laughs) no one cares about this anymore yeah (laughs) I'm trying to think of, like, if there's anything... I'm trying to think of, like, the last fad that I, like, really... I was just... Yeah, I was just trying to think about that. I mean, I guess maybe pop vinyls now. I I don't... Again, like... But again, like, are those a fad? Like, they've been around for a long time at this point. Yeah. I guess also what constitutes a fad, you know? Is it something that's, like, only popular for, like, a year and then disappears? Or is it something Mm -hmm. that sticks around for a while? You know, like, I don't know what the actual definition of a, to me, it's something that is only around for it. Like, it's very popular, but only for like a short period of time. I mean, like, I'm assuming much like Funko Pops, like the superhero movie genre is going to die out. And I kind of think like, God, I can only hope it's a fad right now, you know, but they're very popular. But I think there's just diminishing returns after a point. And part of me thinks, like, this Phase 4 of Marvel, now that, like, you know, uh, Endgame has come out, like, people are, like, people will still see it. But I don't know if the hype will be this big, because they've been setting up this whole arc for, since, like, 2008. That's true. But, like, I mean, have there been other movie fads like that, though? Like, I can't really think of um, anything. Yeah, I mean, I guess back in the day, James Bond was a fat. You know, there were James Bond though? movies like, coming out. There's still Bond movies. Yeah, that's a that's a like, that's a good that's a good point though. Yeah, like because like superhero movies have become their own genre at this point. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. movies like this used to just be called summer blockbusters. You right. know, your right. bad boys, your Men in Blacks, your you know, your big, you know, your Transformers at a time, mm-hmm. like, your big action-packed, you know, blockbuster movies, and now there's superhero movies. Like, that's, like, a genre now. Yeah. And it's that thing of, like, I can't really think of, like, any other, like, periods of time where it was, like, oh, yeah, you know, 1994, the, the year of the horror movies, you right. know, like, I can't, right. you know, I can't really think of anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, you know, you could say, like, gosh, I don't really know. But I think you're right. Like, I think, that, but, like, again, I also think that fads aren't as prevalent now because I think that people, especially, like, you know, young, young adults and adults have, like, are much more, like, they, they lock into these things they like and they yeah. just let them down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I see the fandom surrounding Harry Potter and Star Wars and uh like and superhero movies like you know Marvel like the MCU and it's like mm-hmm. these are things that easily could have been fads. Yeah. But the fact that like their fandom is so die hard behind them has kept them alive. Right. You know, I guess, I guess for movies, I would say probably the 3D, 3D was a that fad. was definitely a fad. I know I it's still like technically it around, like, but yeah, I would say like 1950s happened and like oh, you know, 3D movies and they had all these gimmicks with all these movies and then it came back and I think Avatar is really like oh, this is what you know real 3D movies will be like and it pushed the envelope. And then, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know they still do 3D movies now, but I think it is a gimmick. Well, it's just like like 3D TVs. Right, right. Or like a fad, like a, you know, nobody, who cares? Nothing airs in 3D. Like, yeah, you can yeah. buy, 
you have to buy a special 3D like Blu-ray player and you have to that have was, the glasses. Yeah, that was the thing. So I was like, so the family video, the rental store up by me is closing and I was just buying, you know, they have cheap movies for like a dollar or two dollars. I'm like, I'll pick up a few. Why not? And a lot of the Blu-rays that they had and I'm like, oh, I'd like this movie, but they were all 3D Blu-rays and it's like, well... <laughs> I don't, I need a 3D Blu-ray player for that, you know, and do you need a 3D TV with that too? Yes, you do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, well, that's not a thing, you know, it just seems so I mean, weird. Also, yeah. I feel bad for like movie theaters that ha- that like put in specials because you need like a special screen to show 3D movies on. Oh, is that? Yeah, I've never, I've never done it because I can't see it. So <laughs> yeah, you need, you need like a, it's a special like silver, like a literal silver screen or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> and funny. like movie theaters kind of invested in that as in like this is the next big thing and it really is yeah. i know there are people that like 3d but i know there's a lot of other people that are like you know it's underwhelming because movies are not made with 3d in mind yeah yeah they're made as a regular movie and then forced into 3d mm-hmm. so yeah that's, i guess that's a big fact yeah yeah it's and i uh... guess there's there's probably a lot of like tv shows and stuff too or like tv things that were fads as well Mm-hmm. But again, I, I feel like the majority of fads are like physical items. It's things that kids yeah. want, things that they can collect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like when I was growing up or even like now what I was collecting, like Funko would probably be the one thing that I still like get now and then, but I wasn't as, not as rabid as I was with it. Um, but I can't even think like what other, I mean... I guess in a way it was a fad in the early nineties, mid mid to early to mid nineties with the speculator boom with comic books. So people were just buying comic books like crazy thinking that they would be, you know, worth hundreds of thousands of dollars later on. And then when they realized, Again, it wasn't, it, yeah. It just... And I think what people don't realize, cause like what happens is they see that these, you know, these early 1940s Superman comics, Mm-hmm are selling for tens of thousands of dollars, you know, back then. Right. Right. You know, yeah. and they think, oh, well, I better collect now. And it's like, well, yeah, but there's a difference. Back in 1940, they only printed 2,000 right. copies of that Superman comic. Now, yeah. in the 90s, they're going to print 20,000 copies. Yeah. I mean, like, the average and then they're gonna run is like, reprint yeah, them and so reprint much it. Right, and I yeah, think, they have second and I think that's what people don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people don't understand is like the reason stuff from way back when is worth so much is because nobody cared about it back then. Right, yeah. So definitely. they only made a handful and it was those smart few people that are like, I'm going to hold on to this. Yeah. yeah. And now they got lucky. Like, I'm not going to go down to my local comic book shop and just get like the newest Batman comic and be like, well, in 20 years, this will be worth something. Probably right. not. Unless yeah. there's like a weird misprint in it or it introduces a character that becomes hugely yeah, popular. Yeah, that becomes huge. Yeah. Like the sure. introduction of Harley Quinn or, you yeah. know, like some of those issues that are. And I was, you know, I was super lucky to be able to sell that comic, you know, right. it was like Harley Quinn was super popular. And I'm like, I don't need this comic and I can get like 400 or $500 for it, which is right. Insane. And, but, and so it's just, and it's like, people don't understand like, yeah, with like, with like print runs and stuff. And that's why, you know, I'm a sucker for anything limited edition. I'll, I'll be the first to <laughs> oh, say yeah. that. Oh yeah. Like I'm too. a sucker. Yeah, I buy, sure. I buy a lot of vinyl. Like I get, you know, a band announces a new album that I like and they're like, Hey, we have this limited edition color. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> give me that. Right. Like I'm a sucker yeah. for that stuff. And it's like, it's that thing though, of like, keep it limited. Cause it's when they, they're like, Hey, this is limited edition. Well, what's it limited to? Well, it's limited to 20,000. I'm like, well, yeah, it's like, that's, that's not, I mean, that's, that's not, not really limited. limited. Like, you know, but when they're like, well, this is limited to 1000. It's like, okay, yeah. that's yeah. limited. I want to get yeah. in on this. And that's when you get stuff that eventually can become worth something. But mm-hmm. I also think that people nowadays just aren't as into collecting as they once were there there are collectors out there don't give me i know people collect things like that's a big Mm. deal but i i don't feel like there's as many people who are you know trying to get like every 
color variant. Like, and I, but I've seen them on Twitter. Like, there are the people that will buy every color variation of a vinyl record for the yeah. same album. Yeah, because they want them all, and that's insane to me. There, there is crazy. I, I saw this guy on YouTube just recently, and he had like he has a massive basement full of like you know, thirty or forty shelves of blu-rays dvds like all these movies like beta vhs anything and he's like yeah i think i'm gonna pare down my collection because a lot of this collection i would just buy variants of dvd covers so he would have like 12 or 14 copies of jaws because it has a different cover on it same edition like same just you know maybe theatrical release or whatnot but it had a different cover maybe a different slip case like i could see something along those lines like if you liked let's just say reservoir dogs like, back in the 2000s, they made, like, all the different colors. They had all the different slipcases. Right. Like, so they had Mr. Pink. And I could see that. But it's like, my God. Like, unless Jaws is your favorite movie. Like, and even then. Well, right. And that's my um, thing. Is like, yeah, if you have, like, a favorite movie, favorite book, you know, you buy, like, you and Stephen mm-hmm. King. You, you buy multiple versions of the books. But that's because they are. <laughs> I do. <laughs> they are various. Yeah printings they have different you know slip cases they're limited edition they're yeah they're leather bound they're co- you know like and i get mm-hmm. that and that i think is is fine but it is yeah. when you're like well i have you're no you're not going out and being like well they just released a new trade paperback version of it gotta go pick it up because it has a new right. cover yeah like, that's well, a good yeah no yeah. i don't need that because a i mean that's not gonna be worth anything no one cares right and and b i already owned the book four other times in way <laughs> nicer editions yeah definitely definitely you know yeah. that's 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 my thing too is like and i think that's where like you know when you're as a kid and you're into these fads even if you learn like oh these might be worth money someday mm-hmm. you're not gonna just like put it on a shelf and ignore it like you're a kid you're gonna right. play with it yeah you know you're gonna do i it, had yeah. Like I had G like generation one transformer toys mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but like they were nowhere near mint condition because I was a kid and I played with them. Yeah. So That's even if I still like, had yeah. them, mm-hmm. so even if I still had them, it's not like they'd really be worth much. I have, I mean, I have a ton of TMNT figures, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures. And you know, some of those are like expensive, but they're only expensive if they're like, in the box like you know card on back and whatnot and it's just right. like yeah no i was a kid i just played with all this stuff constantly yeah yeah and i mean i know there are those adults that would go out and collect them and, and save them mm-hmm. but you know some right. of the time sometimes though you think about it you're like how did you know to like right. buy these and hold on to them yeah. like did you just do that with everything back then and just hope mm-hmm. you hit on something or right like yeah you know it's it's just such a weird it's just such a weird thing to think about to be like did you just get lucky you just happened to buy a bunch of these and you're like i'm gonna sit on this for 20 years and hope they become worth something yeah someday. hopefully like, i can make my money back after you know i'm like i'm like eighty thousand dollars in the hole but hopefully I can, like, sell one thing eventually. Thankfully, I don't have that... I don't think I have that ability to, like, go out right now and, like, buy all the, like, Marvel figures or buy all the Star Wars figures and, like, put them in my basement for 15 years and hope they... Yeah. I don't have that in me. Like, I don't have that ability to do that because, A... I don't want to spend all that money up front. Right. Because it's, it's ba- you're gambling. I mean, that's what it is. It's gambling. Yeah. You're like, well, I can spend $300 right now and hope in 10 years that these are worth 3000 And that's, or, yeah, that's like, or I might people... look, or I might look in 10 years and they're only worth 400 or maybe not even right. worth 300 anymore. Like, you know, because no one cares about this random figure from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And now we're in I the forget. culture of, you know, re-releases and, you know, remakes and represses mm-hmm. and all this. And that kind of drives the market down for collectibles as well. I, I remember relatively recently because this is new, like fidget spinners. That was a fad. <laughs> like that was that's a fad, man. And that's I re- That's the newest fad I can think of. I, I remember this seeing this guy online, and I don't know the legitimacy of it, but whatever. Um, so I remember uh, 
reading online and he's just like, yeah, I spent $20,000 on fidget spinners and now I can't sell any of them. Like, so if anyone wants to give me more than what I paid for it, like, that'd be great, you know, because he's like, I lost all my life savings thinking that I would make a huge amount of money with fidget spinners. It's like, oh, no. Oh, my God. And that's the point. Yeah. I don't know how anybody looked at fidget spinners and thought this is going to be around for a while. Yeah, this is this is going to be a thing. I mean, it works for a like niche audience. Like, it really does help you know kids who like just want to be like tactile and just keep them focused or whatnot. Apparently, and but it's also just like I mean, they're not breaking them constantly. So I mean, yeah, I and it's not like need, again, like, multiple... and it's that thing, and it's that thing that we talked about a little bit before, where it's like there's not there's no like rare fidget spinner. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. there's there's no like, well, they only made they only made a hundred of these ones. Like, no, mm-hmm. they made ten thousand of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And now stores are stuck with them, and, and like, and now they're at the dollar store for like two for one dollar or something. Like right. That, like, because no, nobody wants them anymore. They they became mm-hmm. uncool very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. I was actually pretty surprised. It like happened and then it disappeared. Oh, and it was it gone. Was, it yeah, was it's pretty, pretty wild. Well, let's wrap it up. We got kind of off topic there at the end and just kind of went we on did. a rant about collecting, which is <laughs> fine. I mean, it kind of fits in with fads because a lot of but fads you listen, are. You listening to me about collecting really gave you insight into that, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, no, because, like, I, I think, because, like, it does, like, collecting does go kind of hand-in-hand hand with fads because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what happens during a fad is people start collecting these things and hoping yeah. for the best, you know, as, as yeah. we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think let's, let's, let's wrap it up there. Nice, nice, tight, like, hour-long episode once I edit yeah. it all down. So until next time, I think next week's your topic, so that'll be interesting. You can cross... You can cross fads off your list. I I beat you to that one. Yeah, you did. Um, that was yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. I, I'll be I beat you to that one. So um, so I guess you know until next time. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. Happy collecting. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>